Well, it's always a joy to see kids at Christmas time uh, getting excited about hearing about the birth of Jesus and eating candy canes and opening presents. It's an exciting time of the year, and my prayer tonight is as we think about these wise men that Jody read about from Matthew chapter 2, that we just heard read from the Jesus Storybook Bible, that, that our hearts, that our minds would turn off of maybe the candy canes and the presents and the food we're going to eat with family, and our hearts would turn to Jesus Christ, the treasure, the king that's worthy of all our hearts, affection, all our minds, attention. So let's pray together as we think about the wise men. And as we see the Lord leading us to be wise men who truly seek King Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we ask that you would help us in this brief time, Lord. That you would work in our hearts, Lord, to, to capture our attention. Lord, to turn the heart's affection in, in each one of us, Lord, towards Jesus, the one who is worthy. The greatest gift that this world has ever known, the fact that the King of glory would come as a baby, and after he came as a baby, would, would live a perfect life and die on a cross and rise again for the sins of sinners, that we might find life in him. And Lord, I pray that as we think about the wise men, that, Lord, we would seek and search and pursue him diligently with all our hearts because he is worthy. Lord, so from the smallest kid to the oldest adult, Lord, I pray that you would turn us to Jesus right now, that our hearts might desire him more than anything this Christmas. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. Well, when you really desire something, you know what it's like to to really want it, to, to really go after it. There have been times in your life when there are no limits from you trying to get something that you loved. When you're searching for something and you'll go to great lengths to find it. Some of you all know what I mean. You'll, you'll travel great lengths to see someone you love. You'll search diligently to find something you love, something that you've lost, something that you want back. You'll sacrifice greatly to show your great love. We all see this in these wise men, don't we? The wisest of men, the wisest of men and women among us today will be just like these men because we will search and seek after Jesus diligently with all our hearts. We see that these wise men would do anything they could to find Jesus, to see Jesus, to seek and to find and to worship the newborn King. So I'm praying today that that our hearts, just in the same way that you would go out in traffic and Campbell Lane and fight through Target and Walmart to find that gift, the same way that you might have like a, a long-distance fiancé that was my future wife when, when I was in Jackson, Tennessee, and she was in Bowling Green, that I would drive fast to get home to see her on a Christmas break. 
In the same way you would get excited maybe to travel to New Orleans to see Western play football. We have some people that did that. To go after something that you love. That we with all our hearts, with all our minds, with all our souls, with all our strengths would go after Jesus. Would desire Jesus. We see in our passage in Matthew 2 that the wise men searched from a great distance to find Jesus. They searched from a great distance. There was no place too far for them to get to Jesus. I don't know if you know much about the wise men, but the wise men were probably royal counselors, advisors to a great king from far away. And so they traveled from a great distance to get to Jesus. This would have taken a lot of commitment. It would have cost a lot of money. It would have been a lot of sacrifice on their part to come to Jerusalem, to come to Bethlehem. For instance, if they came from Babylon, which some scholars think they came from, that would be over 800 miles. We're not talking about a plane or a train or a Ford Focus. We're talking about a camel. That would be 800 miles, so it would take about 40 days to get to Jesus. And it would have been more than three men. We say three men because we have three gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But really, it was probably a great entourage sent from another kingdom. So if you thought Disney, with a few kids driving, driving there in a minivan was hard, imagine like caravans of people for 40 days trying to get to a baby. There was no place too far for these wise men. And they weren't even Jews. So, so they didn't come from a people that were longing to see the Messiah, longing for the king to come, come. No. But when they heard there was a king, when they saw the star from afar, they had to come. Let me ask you today, what, what links would you go to see Jesus? I mean, we're not talking about getting through an inch of snow. We're talking about 40-day journey to see Jesus. If you walked out today and there was a star in the distance and you could behold the glory of Jesus if you got there, how diligently would you seek Jesus tonight? That leads us to number two, the wise men search with great diligence, not just from a great distance, but with great diligence. They would not stop until they found Jesus, until they found the king. In the passage, I don't know if you heard it earlier, but in Matthew 2, it says, Now when they heard, or when they saw not a star, but when they saw his star, when they saw the star of Jesus rise in the sky, they were not going to stop until they found him. And listen to what they found when they got there. The, the book of Micah in Matthew chapter 5 says this, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. We heard on Sunday from Colossians 1, who 
This Jesus was lying in the manger. Lying in the manger was He who was the image of God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through Him, and all things are for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things are hold together. They were searching for that baby in the manger, that king of kings. That, as Micah 5 says, he he was the ruler, not just of Israel, but the ruler of every tribe, tongue, and nation, the ruler of the nations. He would be the good shepherd who would shepherd his People, the good shepherd who John 10 says would lay down his life for his sheep. That's who they were searching diligently for. They weren't searching for a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. They weren't searching for that present that they really wanted underneath the tree. No, they were searching for the king of all kings. The king of all nations under his star. Something greater, something more worthy than anything in this world for all your affection, for all your worship. What does it look like for you to search diligently for Jesus? I'm a big New Year's resolution, a a big uh, create some new habits kind of guy and when I think about the, the wise men searching diligently for Jesus, rearranging their schedule for Jesus, traveling really far and not stopping until they found Jesus, I look at my life and says, what, what am I going to rearrange to find Jesus? This Christmas season, what are we going to do differently to see Jesus? 2023, what am I going to do? What's my life going to do? How am I going to rearrange it to see something greater, something more worthy of all my time and all my attention, all my affection? Jesus Christ. Finally, we see the wise men search with great delight. This was not half-hearted. The wise men did not come because they had to. They, They came because they wanted to. I mean, if you look at verse 10 in Matthew chapter 2, it says this. When they saw the star, like when they got close, they saw it was over that stable in Bethlehem. It says this. When they saw the star, they rejoice exceedingly with great joy. It's almost like the, the wor- they didn't have the words to really capture how happy they were. How big of a party it was. How full of delight that they were. Listen again. They rejoice exceedingly with great joy. That means they probably never felt this way before. They've never felt this kind of joy, this kind of happiness, this kind of delight. And the Bible says they walked into the house and they saw the child. They saw the king, and and it says, they fell down and worshipped him. 
And it says they opened their treasures and they offered him gifts. Do you hear that? The Bible makes it clear that they're not looking for them, right? Not looking for Mary and Joseph and Jesus. They're just looking for Jesus. That They were seeking him. They saw him. They fell down and, fell down and worshipped him. They offered all their gifts to him. Because he is the one who's worthy. They offered the greatest gifts to the greatest king. They offered sacrificial gifts, costly treasures of, of gold and frankincense and myrrh. These were things that were really valuable, all those things, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And they gave them all to Jesus. But the greatest gift that they gave to Jesus was their worship. The greatest gift they gave to Jesus was their heart, their worship. It's the greatest gift that you could give to Jesus tonight, is your worship, is your heart. Yet all these gifts are not given from a place of duty, but from a place of delight. They were costly gifts, sacrificial gifts, but it was a joyful sacrifice. It was a delight to give him all of them. It was their joy. Now tonight, as we think about the wise men, th this is what I want uh, to, to drive our hearts to tonight, is that King Jesus is not worth any less of worship tonight than these wise men gave on that night. King Jesus is not worth any less of our hearts, of our worship, than the wise men gave Jesus that night. But listen, think about it. This was at his birth, not after the cross. That means we stand in a different spot. We see with clearer eyes because we don't just see the birth of Christ. We see the life of Christ. And so we see the death of Christ for sinners like you and me and the resurrection of Jesus on the third day that he might shine light in our darkness, that he might give life to our dead hearts. And so he's worthy of all our hearts, of all of our affection, of all of our attention. Not just as a baby born in Bethlehem, but as a Savior who died in a cross and rose again in Jerusalem. He is worthy of the worship Worthy of the worship of every tribe, tongue, and nation. Worthy of every tribe, tongue, and nation to search for him from the furthest of places, from the ends of the earth. He's worthy of every worshiper to seek him with the greatest diligence, with all that they are, that they might see Jesus, the greatest treasure. He's worthy of all worship, worthy of us serving him with the greatest delight because he is the king. But the good news of the gospel today is it's not about how much we can give and how we can worship and how we can kind of stir up something within us to give 
Jesus. No, our greatest worship is nothing compared to his great love. Our weak worship, our weak and often half-hearted, our weak and, and humble worship that we bring to the king is just a response to his great love for which he loved us first. Because when you think about the wise men who traveled great distances and who searched with great diligence and who made great sacrifices with great delight for the king, it's nothing compared to what the king has done for us. Because Jesus traveled the greatest length of all, from glory down to earth, to a cross, to, to show us his great love. Jesus searched diligently. The Bible says he came to seek and to save the lost for those who were lost, for those that he loved. And Jesus sacrificed greatly. Not because he had to, but because he wanted to. No one made our good shepherd lay down his life. No, he said, I lay down my life for my sheep. And I will take it back up again. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. To show you and me his great love. So yes, Jesus is worthy of our great worship, but it's only in response to his great love that he loved us first, that while we were still sinners, Christ came and died for us. So, so this Christmas, let's take our eyes off of our, our presence, let's take our eyes off of just our family. Let's take our eyes just on the things that we can see. Let's turn our eyes to Jesus. To see his great love for us as he was lying in a manger. To see his great love for us as he was hanging on a cross. And his great love for us as he rose again that we might have life in him and life abundantly. And as we look at his great love, let it fill us up with great worship. That we would go to any distance, we would search diligently, that we would sacrifice with great joy to love and adore our great King. Let's pray. Father, we ask that you would help us tonight. Oh Lord, how it's easy for us to be busy, and it's easy for us in a busy season to be distracted and lord even our distraction will make us restless when we are distracted by sin and and idols and thing of this things of this world that could never satisfy us but lord i pray that you would turn our busy distracted and restless hearts to jesus the one who is worthy of all our worship the, the one who has shown us his great love, not only that he came and was born in Bethlehem, but Lord, also that he died in our place for our sins in Jerusalem. And three days later, Lord, on the third day, he rose again that tonight we might have life in him.
and life abundantly. So Lord, I pray that you would turn every believer's heart to Jesus tonight. That our focus would be on Jesus. And Lord, I pray for anybody here tonight, even children, Lord, even teenagers, kids in our church whose hearts often go maybe to the things of this world, maybe to presents under the tree at Christmas time, Lord, turn their hearts to Jesus. Turn their hearts to the greatest gift who would come to give himself for them, to be the greatest gift for them, to be their salvation, that they might find life through his death and resurrection, Lord. We pray that you would do this even as we continue to worship, even as we celebrate this season with joy. Lord, may it be joy in Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.